Edge kept crashing, but Microsoft is winning Steam. Happy Friday, everybody. It is the end of July, quite literally the last day in July. Tomorrow will be August. And well, there's been a lot going on this month. Microsoft had a couple events and well, you know, the month is over. There's nothing else really to say, but there is things to talk about that happened this week, starting with late last night. If you were using Microsoft Edge last night and it kept crashing, it was not you. There was a pretty nasty bug that showed up for a couple hours where if you were using Google as your default search engine, anytime you searched in the navbar, the suggested queries that would usually show up, uh, it was crashing the browser every single time, usually after like your first keystroke. It was pretty incredible. Microsoft was quick to jump on it and started tweeting out that says, hey, we're aware of the issue. Uh, and it was present for a couple hours, but it's just kind of alarming that such a major issue could arise so quickly and honestly just completely destroy the browser um, experience that fast. But thankfully, Microsoft was able to get on it. But I can guarantee you that a few more, a more than few help desk tickets were open inside corporate world where they started deploying Edge and uh, users were probably wondering why things were crashing. Anyways, that bug has now been squashed, whatever it was on the back end. I asked Microsoft for a clarification. They've yet to respond. Uh, I'd be curious to know if this was something on their side or if Google made a change to their stuff and it started breaking, but whatever it was, uh, it was definitely on the back end and Microsoft was able to tweak it and make life good again. Uh, happening on the grander scale of the world, uh, big tech CEOs appeared at, uh, well, Congress. They had their congressional hearing this week. P many people have been waiting for this. I watched the majority of it. And for those who aren't super familiar, uh, Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, um, Tim Cook, and um, gosh, who else am I missing? Oh, Sundar of Google. Uh, Microsoft was not there. And they were basically being grilled over... Um over antitrust regulation that is coming down uh, sooner probably rather than later. Speaking of antitrust, Google is also under fire in the EU potentially for its Fitbit acquisition, but all this regulation mumbo jumbo is floating around and these companies are going to be dealing with it. This was just their first testimony. This is far from being over, but it's clear that Congress has done a pretty thorough and deep investigation into what they believe might be uh, anti-competitive practices and we will see how this shakes out. Just know that this is this is probably like step maybe two or three of probably like seven or eight, uh, somewhere down the line. Um, things that are more on the positive side this week, AMD crushed its earnings. Uh, this has been sort of forecasted for a while that AMD has really been investing well, doing the right thing, spinning their org and, and just honestly just doing good business practices and, and being strategic about it. And their earnings really popped they really, really did. Now, obviously, you could say, hey, look, that's going to be based on because there's a new consoles from uh, Microsoft and Sony, and they're both using their chips. Yeah, that's part of it. But also part of it is that AMD has found a way to crank out the cores, crank out the performance. Now, granted, their, their last-gen stuff, their 3000 series or whatever's in this uh, server's laptop isn't the best. But their new 4000 series and beyond, fantastic in mobile uh, application. And so AMD is reaping the rewards of that, and they're starting to eat into Intel's market share. And that's good for the consumer. It's good for competition. So much so that Intel is actually going through a major, major shift right now, a pretty major shift that Intel's earnings, not so great. Uh, they also announced a major reorg at their company. They also announced that they are potentially exploring not making their own chips. Uh, they might go to one of the other fabs that can already do seven uh, nanometers because Intel has struggled to get there and is not going to be getting there this year or I believe next year. 
And so it's putting Intel at a pretty serious disadvantage right now. And that's why AMD is doing so well. Intel is, Intel is not gone. And I don't want Intel to ever go out of business because that's bad for the marketplace. But I would love for like 50-50, you know, head-to-head comparison between AMD and Intel. Intel clearly still has the lead right now. Uh, but AMD is doing some pretty impressive stuff. So also speaking of the chip world ARM, you know, the, the main manufacturing or main uh, technology house for ARM chips is up for sale from SoftBank and supposedly NVIDIA is pretty far down the rabbit's hole of trying to acquire those assets. That will be very, very interesting to see. That's a pretty big shakeup in the market as well. Lots of things happening in the chip segment. And so we will see how everything uh, comes out. Uh, speaking of Edge, which I probably could have tied this in earlier, Edge 86 has also hit the dev channel, although I believe that is completely more than likely unrelated to the issue uh, that was happening because the, the crashing issue was happening across all SKUs of uh, the Edge browser. Um, Google is also telling their employees that, hey, you don't have to come back into the office until July of 2021 because of what is going on in the world. And so that is just sort of a kind of I don't know, like a humbling look at how tech companies are starting to think about this. The really fascinating thing about this is I think there's going to be a major shakeup in retail, mostly because all of these tech companies, Google, for example, if they're saying, hey, look, you guys don't have to come back until July, there's a pretty big shift in people who actually need to be coming into the office every day. Uh, clearly, they figured out they can do remote working. Uh, look at Microsoft, for example. Microsoft uh, busted through their earnings, too. They had exceptional performance, and all those employees are also working from home. And so is it mandate? That you need to go into the office i think we're going to see an actual work from home shift i don't think it's going to be like this like we're doing right now where every single mostly every single person that uh, can is working from home but i definitely think we're going to see more flexibility going forward because at least in the tech sector these companies have absolutely proven that they can operate at a high and efficient level uh during this um fun time that we're all we're all hanging out with moving on to the gaming news a bunch of gaming news this week microsoft flight simulator is coming to steam and will also support vr that is super fun uh i've been playing that game for a while and it sounds like now i can talk about it only thing i'm going to tell you is that it is it's incredible like microsoft has done a top notch is maybe even underselling it they have done a fantastic job of reviving uh, this title. Uh, they've also done a wonderful job, including just aerial photography and, and interactions with live environments. And um, it's beautiful. It's very well done. It is living up to my expectations of what Flight Simulator should have been and should be and continue to will be. I think this is going to be another home run title for Microsoft because uh, there's a ton of aviation enthusiasts who want to get into this and it's starting, I believe, now into beta and it will be coming here in the not-too-distant future. Fun fact about it, if you are trying to use the old plastic medium to shove into your DVD drive to install the game, it's about 10 DVDs. So just get, you know keep that quite, I would say, in your back pocket, but there's probably too many DVDs to keep in your back pocket um, because it is a massive title, but it is going to, it's fun. Um, I recommend that you start with a small plane and not the big jumbo jets and just get your, your feet wet. And um, it's very much a sim. Uh, you can I've crashed a lot and I have thoroughly enjoyed everything uh, when I get a chance to play. I don't have a VR headset that I think qualifies. I thought I had read that you're going to need a new higher end VR headset and not every headset will work, but we will see. Microsoft is definitely working with um, Steam and with HP for the new, I think, believe it's called the Reverb 2 or G2, whatever. It's the latest uh, one that's coming from HP that will be available this fall. Uh, is going to be working exceptionally well uh, with the Microsoft Lights, in which I think that that is the full kit and caboodle when it comes to the experience. You know, you can get your flight controls and you put the VR headset on. It'll be hopefully just like you're flying a plane. I'm hoping that headset, though, has finally 
they keep promising that they've get, gotten rid of the screen door effect uh, with every new revision, but I'm really hoping that maybe this is the time that, that they finally do that. So uh, games with gold, uh, we've got Portal Knights, Override, Mech City Brawl, MX Unleashed, and Red Faction 2, if that is your cup of tea. Uh, those are all games with gold. Also, I know it feels like a while ago because it was last, I believe last Sunday, uh, there was a white Xbox Series next-gen controller that has leaked. We are hoping that we will see more about that in August because obviously it was a white controller while we've seen today is black. Um, you know, it, it's fundamentally not any different. It just looks different than, than what we have seen so far. At least we know that it is out there. There is speculation that maybe this is sort of like that day one edition. Remember Microsoft did that when the original Xbox One launched that you could get the, the day one edition, right? It was that black controller and had the little text in the middle. Uh, and there's some little text on the actual console itself. We'll be curious to see if they do anything like that for this next generation. I absolutely tend to think that they will because they love their special editions and Microsoft knows that that helps move consoles as well. And I will definitely be buying one of those. Um, Grounded enters, uh, enters preview and Steam early access, which brings us to Steam. Steam has been a goldmine for Microsoft this summer. Um, it's really, really interesting to see what is going on with Microsoft and their games right now. Microsoft is in this position where they have these titles and they've talked about bringing them to PC. And they're doing so in a way and they are selling like crazy. As of the time that I am recording this podcast, of the top six titles selling on Steam, Microsoft has four of them. Grounded is at number one. Uh, Microsoft Flight Sim is at number two. Halo Master Chief Collection is at number four. And number six is Sea of Thieves. Interestingly enough, another title in there, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, was also part of Microsoft's Game Pass. So at one point of the top five games that are selling on Steam, you could have played all of them in Game Pass for 15 bucks a month. That is pretty incredible. Microsoft is really coming into strides here. And this is what's more interesting about this is that all of these games, Grounded, Master Chief Collection, and Sea of Thieves, are all available on Game Pass. And you can play them on your Xbox for, again, $15 a month. But they are selling exceptionally well on Steam. I'm wondering, Microsoft clearly tested the waters here with maybe the Master Chief Collection and saw just gangbuster sales. And they said, hey, look, we got to replicate this model because it's effectively, I don't want to say free money, but it is a very viable strategy for Microsoft to have console and PC titles. Now, there's every time I, I share information, this people are like, there's no, there's no games for Xbox. But this very clearly shows that people have an extreme amount of interest in the titles that Microsoft is putting out, considering they own four of the top six titles selling on Steam. Now, granted, I know that they will shift around and some of them will fall off eventually, but it doesn't matter that when they came out, they popped to the top. People are very, very interested in Microsoft's titles. Now, there's, I, I need to just do a separate video on this because I always get the, the same comment. Well, then why would I buy an Xbox? Then don't. I don't. Nobody cares. I don't care if you don't buy an Xbox. You can play the title. Microsoft still makes money. It also makes it significantly easier for Microsoft to justify buying studios. If they can say, look, we can put it on Xbox and we can put it on Game Pass and we'll get sales there. We can throw it into Steam and it'll pop to the top of the charts. So we'll make a whole bunch of money there. It really just makes sense. Microsoft exclusive just means it'll be available on Xbox and Windows 10. It's not available on Mac OS. It's not available on PlayStation. Microsoft wants you to play on their platforms, which includes Windows, and you can see See here even though they don't own steam right now they don't own steam but they are making a boatload of money on selling their games on steam and this is a huge win for microsoft this is a huge win for xbox gamers if you don't understand the correlation between microsoft selling games on steam and selling them and selling more xbox titles then there you need to like read into this because here's the deal here's the deal if microsoft knows 
like it's it's just so much easier to say look we can build a title it's gonna sell well on the pc then we'll bring it over to the xbox or if we have it on the xbox we'll bring it over to the pc this is a, a homogeneous relationship here where microsoft absolutely wins by building titles for both and it builds their brand up you have to remember that the xbox brand is coming from behind this generation they are a playstation 4 outsold xbox two to one so just putting titles just on the xbox isn't going to help elevate the xbox brand they have to be creative and they've been creative with things like game pass they have been creative by dominating the charts on steam and they are getting the xbox branding and xbox game studios out there to where they want them with the gamers